Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. Today is our week one Thursday NFL Best Bets episode. <clears throat> I know I, I did a lot of this housekeeping on Tuesday for our first uh, uh, Tuesday episode of the season, but I do want to, we have a lot of new listeners who don't know sort of how we work during the season. So I want to be clear. Every week for years, my co-host, Simon Hunter, who I will bring on in a second, professional better. We have been picking five games against the spread for a big money season-long pick'em contest. On Tuesday's episode, we do an early look at all of the games and we start narrowing down the field. Uh, we will talk about our Simon Says bet. We did that this week. That was the Texans plus 10. Uh, we talk about our exact decision bet. That was the uh, Steelers plus two and a half. Um, on Thursday, today's episode, we take the seven, eight, nine games that we loved. We get closer to narrowing it down to our five favorite bets that we will likely put into the contest. Our five official picks are locked around Sunday at noon. You can go check the Action Network app for that. Follow the Faves Five in the Action Network app if you want to see what those official five picks are. A couple of massive, massive changes this year. One, we're adding a Sunday night recap episode, probably on the air by 7.30, be after the afternoon games, before the Sunday night football game. We are spending way too much time on Tuesday rehashing Sunday's pain. We're going to get that out of the way. We can all share the emotion together. Um, plus, there might be some early lines that we like. Uh, that means three shows a week. Live, 1.45 on Tuesdays, 11 a.m. on Thursdays, 7.30-ish Sunday nights, uh, always ending before Sunday night football. You can watch these shows live on the Action Network page, um, on YouTube, or in uh, uh, or, or in the Action Network app. You can also get it in AMP. Most important, I mentioned a contest. For years, Simon and I have had to sign up for another contest, and you guys got to follow along this year. You get to compete against us for real, for massive, massive money. The Favorites Podcast $100,000 Pro Football Pick'em Contest with our partner, Bet365. We're giving away $120,000 in prizes for season long and weekly pick'em contests. Compete against me and Simon all season, every single week as well. The top 10 winners in the contest get paid out for season long. First prize gets 40 grand. Second place gets 10 grand. Thousands of dollars in prizes to weekly winners with the first place every week getting $1,500. We're even tossing out your two lowest scores after Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, two lowest scores before Thanksgiving. You have nothing to lose. So if you haven't signed up and you're listening to this podcast, I don't understand why. Uh, go to favorites.actionnetwork.com. Favorites actionnetwork.com sign up for free favorites.actionnetwork.com matt mitchell wants 10,000 participants i'm telling you right now we have tens of thousands of listeners so 10,000 should be more than attainable why listen to this pod if you aren't going to sign up for a free contest simon am i right simon hunter my bff my companion my compadre Professional better, my co-host, Simon Hunter. Am I right, Simon? 
Oh, Chad, what would I do without you doing all that reading? Thank you, my friend. You're the best. Listen, I want people to get involved. I yeah. want us to grow. We have amazing listeners. Like uh, I was telling people, please, if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube page, like this video. Our YouTube numbers were massive this past week. A lot of people subscribing. We really appreciate it. Um, listen, a huge request we had before the Tuesday episode, which we thought was a little packed, so we want to do it today. Um, people wanted our season-long predictions. Uh, even though we spent a freaking month previewing all of our favorite bets, division by division, we did not give our final seven playoff teams, our conference championship game predictions, and our Super Bowl predictions. Simon, give us your seven playoff teams, your conference champ predictions, and your Super Bowl winner. Here we go. All right, we'll start in the weaker conference, the NFC. Um, if people are new to this and you, you think it's the repeat of every season, basically historically two to three teams fall out every year of the playoffs, right? We've just seen it time and time again. They get a different schedule the upcoming season. It's harder than it was the previous year. They got injury luck the previous year. So um, just take that into account here when we're going to go through here. I'm, I'm not, I don't mean to leave your favorite team off. I literally just have a model. I plug it in. Last year gave us the Eagles and the Chiefs to both be one seeds. Nailed it. So hopefully this year um, have the same type of luck. Uh, for the NFC, we'll start at number seven, the Detroit Lions. They sneak on in, get that seven seed, and this is where people are going to start getting mad. <laughs> uh, the sixth seed, we got the 49ers. So they don't miss the playoffs. Like people said, I, I was being the ultimate hater. I'm just giving you the other side, right? It's just not as easy as everyone's making out to be. Everyone's got them penciled in to win their division. Everyone's got them penciled in to be at the Super Bowl. It just it never goes as everyone's planned. So got them as a six seed. Got the Cowboys at the five seed. Got the Bears, Chad, as the four seed. Seattle. Wow. Yeah. Seattle in the three seed. The Saints in the two seed. And the best team still in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're just – I know they. you can say they lost their coordinators and they got, you know, rookie or second-year players, a linebacker. I still think offensively, um, yeah, they're they're – the most talented team in the NFC and defensively their D line, I still think will be above every other team they play in this conference. So still, still got the Eagles at the one seed for back-to-back seasons. Oh my God. We are pretty close actually. Um, except for the fact I have the Cowboys as the one seed. I have the bears as the two seed. I have the saints as the three seed Niners as the four seed lions five seed Eagles, six seed Falcons, seven seed. I, I had a really <laughs> hard time with the seventh seed in the NFC because of what you said, like teams fall out all the time. And I just yeah. didn't see like the giants being a team that repeats like the NFC East is pretty strong. So you, it can... was just hard to get the giants or the Vikings back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, I'm higher on the Niners than you are. You like Seattle. I understand it. I'm, I think there's going to be regression for that team, even though their defense is much better. And, and I know you love their wide receiver trio. I just don't think Gino can do perform the same way. And I'm a huge Arthur Smith backer and I love Bijan. And I think that that offense can do pretty well. Um, but interesting. All right. Who's your uh, NFC title game? So if you NFC title game, uh, I went with a bunch of upsets. So basically I had the 49ers upset 
and I had the Cowboys upset. And then, you know, again, I love the Bears, love Seattle, but I think Chad just talked about it where it's just like these are very unproven teams, especially once they get to the playoffs. So um, as much shit as I like to give Brock Purdy, he was good in the playoffs last year, right? He he really did not lose them those games. He played, he played you know, pretty patient, really. He wouldn't attack downfield, but he never really put his team in a position to lose. So, um, yeah, pretty boring. My, my final two is Eagles versus the 49ers again. I just – I have it going back to that, and I got the Eagles making the Super Bowl. And uh, we'll do the AFC first, and I'll give you who yep. I got winning the Super Bowl. Uh, I got the uh, Cowboys and the Niners. So it's interesting because you have – uh, the Eagles as the top seed, and I have the Cowboys, and neither of us have the Niners as the two seed, but we both have them in the championship game. And then I have the Niners uh, going to the Super Bowl. Um, all right, let's go to the AFC. Yeah, I think we're both on the same page. Where you just once you get to the playoffs, and it's the coach, the coaching mismatches. It's like it's so hard to go against Shanahan in the, yeah. in the playoffs. He's just every year he's got his team ready come January. Uh, so AFC start down at the seven seed again. So, again, had to leave two teams out of the playoffs from last year. I went with Miami. Um, You know, they're a team that has a lot of hype coming this year, and I went with the Ravens, actually. So those are the two teams I left out from last year's playoffs. So the seventh seed, I got Denver. Sixth seed, I got Bengals. Five seed, I got the Chiefs. Four seed, I got the Titans. Three seed, I got the Bills. Two seed, I have Pittsburgh. And the one seed, I got the Chargers. This is so interesting. All right. Uh, in the seventh seed, I have the Ravens. Six, I have the Chargers. Five, I have the Chiefs. Uh, four, I have the Broncos. Wow. Three, I have the Jags. Two, I have the Browns. Wow. And one, I have the Bills. There you so go. Basically, you and I, you and I feel the same way about the Steelers and the Browns. And to be honest, like I was on the fence with both of those teams and I just decided I like the Browns offensive line and defensive line and That's fair. better, better than I like the Steelers in that combination. And, you know, we're bet we, you and I are betting the upside on the Browns. Like the, the Browns are one of my bigger <laughs> division winner bets. Um, and so that's, I, Oh my God, it's so fun when we're so close. Uh, who do you have in the um, AFC title game? All right. So this this one, again, is so tough just because the AFC is so good. But I have ended up being um, a, a Chargers-Chiefs in the AFC championship game with the Chargers moving on. So people people already know if they follow this podcast, I'm all in on the Chargers versus Eagles Super Bowl, which you can get right now at Bet365 at 50-1. to 1. So. Um, that's a bet I do love the Chargers versus Eagles Super Bowl. Oh my God, Simon, our thinking is exactly the same, even though our teams are different. <laughs> I have the uh, Bills and the Chargers, so I had the Bills as the number one seed. You had the Chargers as the number one seed. Yeah. Um, and I had the Bills moving on to play the Niners, which you can get at Bet Three Six Five at like thirty-five to one or thirty to one. Um, and, uh, oh my God, this is insane. That's so fun. Dude, so, we are so, yeah, we're both we all in so the chargers. Close. This is going to end well for us. <laughs> One way or the other, I'm going to have to get in on some of that, uh, chargers, Eagles action now that, uh, yeah, throw a penny on it. Cause he, yeah. both these teams don't need to be the one seed, but obviously we've seen over history that home advantage is just, it's such a cheat code come playoffs. 
All right, let's get to it. Let's get to Thursday. Yep. We have so much to talk about. As a reminder, we've mentioned Bet365. The Favorites podcast is proudly presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer. Bet $1 on any game. Get $200 in bonus bets. Must be 21 or older. Offer is available in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, and Iowa. Gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. As a reminder, producer Tito is in my ear every day to remind me to tell you you can catch every episode of The Favorites live and on VOD on YouTube. So for those enjoying, don't forget to give us a like, subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page, also on YouTube and in the Action Network app. Starting today, Thursday, 3 p.m. Eastern and every day, Watch our daily betting show, Green Dot Daily with Maria Marino. It's amazing in the app on Action's YouTube page, 3 p.m., setting the betting agenda for the day. Finally, last CTA. It's a call to action. Call to action. Sunday, the best pregame show in the history of NFL pregame shows. All the stuff, none of the fluff. Me and Simon, joined by Chris Raybon, Sean Kerner, cast of thousands. Our pregame show convinced me 11 a.m. Eastern, in the app, on YouTube. Watch it. We got to get to our Foxhole bet. We got to get to our big balls bet of the week. We're going to get to our survivor bet, which I forgot to mention on Tuesday. But a reminder, we got a lot of professional bettors who listen to this podcast and watch us on YouTube. After our show on Tuesday, we always get calls from the pros. Simon, for the first time all season, let's do Sharp Calls. Hello, who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring, telephone ring. Somebody said, baby, what you doing? Yeah, I would definitely say week one and two. It's it's rare I'll get calls to try to help me in chat. It'll be more calls of just people talking shit. Everyone's just showing their opinions at this point. Guys have betting these numbers for three months. I might have had two guys calling up saying they loved our picks and the rest are just calling up just saying, how do you leave these guys out? How are you not taking <laughs> these guys? The biggest one is one I just know me and Chad won't take, but if you want to bet it, I would say 70% of the guys I heard from in the last 48 hours were all just loving this game, loving this matchup, and that's the Bucks. They love the Bucks. So my argument to them is in our contest, me and Chad are doing, it's five and a half. The number is five and a half. If we got the six or six and a half, yeah, me and Chad would probably have a better feeling towards putting this one in the contest. The fact that we're not getting that six, which we, we talked all last season, six is such a key number now with how random kicking is nowadays and how random coaches going for two is. Six has become such a key number, just as important as seven is. So people want to know who the pros love. The pros love the Bucks. I can't get there. There's too many other games I love on the board that me and Chad talked about. Stucky and Raybon, Chris Raybon and Stucky, who do the Thursday episode of the Action Network podcast, which is amazing. They'll do their Sunday six pack, which is their uh, six best bets. They love the Bucks. Stucky yeah, loves the Bucks. That's fair. Yep. The one they love, we got to put in now. I, I, and I don't. I didn't want to put it in just because I hate waiting. Me and Chad both hate waiting. We have to put the Jets in, Chad. And that's a game we're going to break down. All right. But- Every pro just loves the Jets. They're just saying we got to do it. And, you know, I want the three. I want the three and a half in the contest. It's it's just going to be two and a half. I don't I don't see it getting to three, three and a half in our contest. So uh, we'll talk about it and take the two and a half. But, yeah, that, that was a big one. And, you know, the last one is Arizona. W- what are we going to do with this game, Chad? Everyone I talk to just 
they're just yelling at us. We can't do it. We bet ugly. This is I feel like this is the ugliest game on the board. So that's another game we have to break down. But a well, lot look. of guys say we, we got to take Arizona. I, I think it's fair. Of all the bets I made, I hate it the most, which is usually a really good sign. Like when I yeah. hate betting an ugly dog, it's never fun. It's it's never fun. Me and Chad are going to be sweating it to the last play, but it usually it comes through for us. So yeah, right now, ones I feel like we have to put in and we'll probably be Arizona. Hopefully we get six and a half or seven and a half, and then we'll take the Jets two and a half, which I hate waiting. I hate waiting till Monday, but it's just such a good number. Don't worry. We already bet Arizona personally because we bet it back in May. <laughs> it was one of the games we loved at <laughs> plus six. So we'll have a taste of it either way. Why don't we start with uh, games that, that we're not really debating still? And make sure we're still on the, the same. I'm page. debating them all. I, uh, my issue right now, Chad, is I have like seven or eight I really like. Where most people are going to come here on a normal week, I'll tell you, like a normal week, three bets is is good for me. That's all I need. Two two totals or two straight bets on a side. It's it's rare I have this many, but that's how it usually goes in week one and two. There's just a ton of value because people are still betting off of what happened last year. Where again, it's irrelevant to what's happening this season. I think we can agree we love the Browns. Yeah. Like to me, the Browns are automatically getting into this contest. I think now is the best time because I think they're undervalued because I do think they're going to win this game outright. Uh, I know we're betting against a ton of Browns week one trends, but bottom line is that we don't know if Joe Burrow's right. We know that this is a dominant defensive line. We know this is a great offensive line. We know that they have great talent. It's a great opportunity for the Browns in a week in which the Bengals are going to be as overvalued as they are at any point in the season until they lose the first five games. And then we realize it's time to start betting the Bengals. Yeah. The Browns are in. That's fair. We have a home divisional dog that should be a pick, but we're catching two and a half free points because the Bengals were so good last year. We'll take this number every time. Again, won't be shocked come Sunday if this is one of the biggest public sides. It's just that they love the fact they're getting Joe Burrow under a field goal. He is Joe Cool, so I totally get where the public's coming from. They just, I feel like they don't see they're getting a bad number here. You'd be shocked, Chad, about how many how many pros I know staying away from this just because they're scared of Joe. So it's the same thing. I mean, we didn't talk about it, but that's that Chiefs Lions game. Like, I know a lot of pros who are like, I'm just going to take the Chiefs money line. Like, why would I not take it? It's it's dropped in price, and that's where the value is. There's a couple games on here that are big balls, foxholes that we're going to want to put in, but not this next one. <laughs> Because I think we can both agree, fucking love the New England Patriots as home dogs against the Philadelphia Eagles at plus three and a half. And there's there's not much to me that we disagree on for this. And it's going to be one that we want to put into the contest. Yeah, pretty easy here. Just an, an untested young defensive starters on this Eagles team. How are they going to deal with this really strong rushing attack that the Patriots have? So... Um, the Eagles, they do have one weakness on that team. It is the linebacking core. Belichick knows that. Bill O'Brien knows that. That's what they're going to keep on attacking. Um, it just breaks right for the, the what what the Patriots want to do, too, defensively against this Eagles offense. I mean, we joke all the time, but that was a lot of what can stop the Eagles is good scheme. And we saw last year, especially when they played the team like the Colts. Remember that Colts game where the Eagles had to come crawling yeah. all the way back? I think they won by one. Yeah. The Patriots kind of run the same style where they kind of bring down a safety. And they, they again, if the Eagles can beat them over top, yes, the Eagles should really take control of this game. I just don't think they will. I, I think Bill had a whole summer prepared for this game. So we already talked about the fact you can get four now, four and a half if you're lucky. 
It's just because the right tackle is out for this Patriots team, most likely. So that is a, a big deal that they're putting a backup in. But if you look how that kid that kid graded out, it's not going to be that much of a step down to this other kid they're moving in there. So um, to me, three and a half, if that's what it is in our contest, I still feel comfortable taking this. If the Eagles win this game, then win by two or three, that sounds right, right? In, in like a, a really close, hard-fought game, to me, that that's a good number. Uh, the fact that it's still above three and a half, four, Come on, Chad. Got to, got to do it. So I'm with you on that one. This this feels like another game we just have to put in. Got to put it in. All right. Now it starts to get a little bit trickier because we got games that I know we love, but it takes a little bit more courage to pull the trigger. Um, let's talk. It's about, just hard making it one of our fives. That's what's that's what's going to happen a lot with a lot of these games. Wait, wait. Say that again. With a lot of these games, it's just going to be hard making them one of our five. Yeah. Well, we got a list of like six or seven games here that, you know, we know we like two. We got to choose three from probably this list of six or seven. Knowing that come Sunday, there might be something that sneaks in. You always like convince me with something. And then it'll be 1150. And you'll be like, well, we're getting the best of the number here. And then I'll have to say, how often does the best of the number matter in the contest? And do we want to walk away from all the conversations we've had? And you know, we have to find some soul searching and our confidence. But um, let's talk about the Falcons minus three and a half. I'm falling more in love with this Falcons team every day. I know we're an Atlanta Falcons podcast, um, but I'm having a hard time not wanting to bet the Falcons at minus three and a half. It, uh, even though I know it's like a divisional game, 83% of the money right now in the Falcons. So I know people are leaning my way. I don't think it's a foxhole. I don't think it's a big balls, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Evan wants to chime in here. This he's got some really great stats about rookie quarterbacks, uh, especially the first overall pick making their first start. Well, is Evan on? Can Evan come in? I can tell you that it is number one picks are 0, 13, and 1 straight up in their first starts since 2003. They're 1 and 13 ATS since then, too. It's it's bad across the board for the, the number one pick making their first start. I hate taking such a public, easy chalk pick, but every now and then you get a little gift. And this seems like that's a little gift where we, we're getting... A rookie making his first start on the road against an Atlanta team that everything they do matches up really well against Carolina. The, the Another big thing, too, is Brian Burns, arguably the best defender on Carolina, is holding out right now. That's a big deal. I probably got it right where it's at, three and a half, four. Like, no crazy value here, but the value is in the pick itself where all the trends love this bet with Atlanta. So we, we always got to force one favorite in. Me and Chad, we have to always try to force one favorite in. This this will most likely be the favorite we end up forcing in as one of our five. I put some question. I put three question marks next to it for now. Um, <laughs> all right. Are I you mean, ready? it could be. It could. That actually could be our big balls bet, just because we both hate taking chalk favorites that much, and it, it's taken us a little bit of balls to make it. But, Are you kidding I hate me? It. Chalk favorites over a field goal in the division. I hate That's it. That's like. I've never hated anything more than that. <laughs> yeah, just even talking about it, I'm just God. This is this is disgusting. I hate it more than sugar. I hate it more than processed foods. I hate it more than flour. Like I hate taking a favorite of three and a half in a divisional game. Uh, you'll love that set. Who who is the one quarterback, Chad, that covered that one time since 2003? 
Well, you know, I'm, you know the answer and you know what I'm going to say because you mock me for it every single time <laughs> I mention his name, but it's David Carr. The correct car. Way to go. It's David Carr. <laughs> and you will also remind me that whenever I talk about David Carr, I will remind everybody that I spent a week with the Texans for ESPN <laughs> the Magazine during their inaugural season yep. before their first game, which they won. And me and David Carr talked a lot about all the kids he was having. And you make fun of me for that every single time was- his name is mentioned. Reliving those glory days when you ran ESPN. Also, also, by the way, fucking rich that you're making fun of me for getting names wrong. I don't say the names, though. That's my key to success. I just say that guy. I don't say the actual name. Yeah, that's the key to your success. (laughs) This guy, that guy. All right. I want to throw one out there. I think that I I think we're going to have to put in that is going to be a little bit of a big balls. Houston Texans plus 10. (sighs) Ah. We can't go with two of them. If you want to go Houston, then we're not going Cardinals. Like we got it. We can't go both of these guys. Oh we no! But I would one. much. I would much rather go Houston than Cardinals. A- That's why you should take Cardinals then. No, uh, but yeah, I agree. I feel. I feel better taking that. It, it's going to be nine and a half most likely in most contests, just because ten and a half is such a key number. It most books aren't going to give that to you, let alone a contest line. So. Yeah, if you're fine playing with a nine and a half, Chad, I, I could take it at nine and a half. It's just, uh, it's tough. It's like it, me and you are going to be sitting there in the second quarter and Lamar's having a career day in this new offensive scheme he's running. It's 24 nothing, And it's just like, damn it. This is what it's like betting ugly rookies on the road with a rookie head coach. But Chad already talked about it. You're, you're, you're playing the numbers here. Double-digit dogs week one. I believe it's a 58% rate. I mean, Evan could tell us in the comments. I know it's something high like that. So week one, double-digit dogs. Again, you will listen to the show until you die. Me and Chad, every year, will be here week one taking the double-digit dog. It's just it's you're always going to find value in week one, especially on a double-digit dog. I'm going to say it. Big balls, better than the week. Yeah. Houston Texans plus 10 against the Baltimore Ravens. Love it. Shit. Let's do it. That is the one. Big balls. All right. So we got a lot going on Houston now. We got them as a big balls and my Simon says, Chad. Yeah, well, We're all in on happens. Houston. I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's talk about the Steelers because I love the Steelers. They were the exact decision. You complimented me in a backhanded way and said you liked <laughs> it, but it was very much a public dog. The Niners traveling, Kyle Shanahan is not great as a road favorite. The public is is moving the value of the Niners outside the range of where I think it should be. Nick Bosa resigned. We talked about it on Tuesday. I imagine he'll play. Oh, yeah. Um, but that doesn't worry me because when TJ Watt is playing, he's such a difference maker for the not for the Steelers that I think you just got we gotta play him. Yeah, and I hate it though, because Nick is He's the defensive player of the year. He's so damn good. And even if he only plays 10 snaps, he's going to wreak havoc on all 10 of those snaps. He's just so dominant. So, yeah, I did love this number just because he was out. Like, that was a huge deal to me. I didn't think the bookmakers were making enough of an adjustment to this line. The fact that he's coming back, if you're a 49ers fan, you got to be ecstatic. But nothing changed that. Nothing changed for me, Chad. Still think this should be closer to a pick. We're still getting two and a half. Most books still have it at two. We'll take that value. It's just, I think we already talked enough about it where it's it's Brock on the road coming back from a major injury in his first start. He's going to get hit in this game. There is no one on that line 
where wherever TJ is going to line up, he's going to attack the weakest point of their line. So, um, you know, you can have an all pro one of your tackles. They'll just move it to the other side. And that's just what they're going to do, Pittsburgh. So um, Kyle will adjust for that. He'll have some game scripts that will, you know, try to get Watt off of his spot and get him uncomfortable. And, you know, this is one of these games where the only way the 49ers win this game is they have to get up to a big lead. They have to go up to a big lead where they're never worrying about Brock dropping back, having to pass the ball, right? They have to keep the Steelers' defense off rhythm. And I just don't see how it's going to happen. I think Kenny's going to keep Pittsburgh in this game the whole time, especially with all the weapons they have on offense. So um, just just a bad matchup for 49ers to start the season off. Uh, what was it last year? I think was it week one they went to the Bears and they played in a monsoon and the Bears ended yeah. up beating them. Yeah. It kind of feels like the same thing here where we don't even need the weather. It's just a bad spot. And that's what it felt like last year with the 49ers. They were just putting Trey Lance in his first start on the road in bad weather against that Bears team. I think me and Chad were catching like seven or eight on that Bears team. Yep. Um, unfortunately, people know that Pittsburgh is nowhere near as bad as that Bears team was last year. So, you know, we took this at three months ago. It was looked like it was going to get to one, one and a half once uh, Bosa wasn't going to sign. And then once he signed, you've seen it go up to two, two and a half. So contest lines, two and a half. Um, this is one of these games where I'm not going to force it in yet, Chad, but I would say it's definitely a finalist in our last five, like our last spot for the five spot. It's this like this or the Jets is what I feel like we're really going to be arguing about. Like, do we want to wait or we just want to pull the Band-Aid and just go with Pittsburgh in this spot? Because, we, again, we love Pittsburgh just as much as we love the Jets. Kenny Baller. Kenny Baller. <laughs> all right, so we love the Browns so far. We're all in on the Patriots. We're, we're going to go with the Texans at plus 10. So we're basically talking about the Steelers as one team that could fill the final two spots. Another team that could fill the final two spots. New York football giants plus three and a half. Yeah, I do really like it. I just don't know if it's one of my favorite bets. Historically, the Cowboys have owned the giants and that's the big fear here where they just divisionally, they match up very well against them. We're playing the number. That's, that's a big number in a divisional game to start off the season. So got, got no issue putting that in, but I wouldn't put that on the same level as I have Pittsburgh or the jets right now. It's like, I love that bet. I'm happy to make it. I just don't know if it's one of the, my five favorite bets. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say we're taking Arizona out of this, okay? And yeah. so I think our final two spots are going to come down to the Steelers, the Jets, the Falcons, and there's one other team that we got to discuss, and we'll talk about the Jets too. I'm not forgetting that, but we know it's going to be in the debate. The Colts plus five and a half. We got to love the Colts. That's the, fo- that's the foxhole, brother. Yeah, that that to me is that that to me is the foxhole. Yeah. Let's climb down into the foxhole. I might have heard from one other guy that's like me that's betting pretty heavy on this cold steam. So n- no one's on this. I get it. Richardson is one of the biggest question marks heading into the season just because we all know his athletic talent and his ability. But can he complete the throws? And a lot of guys don't think he can. I'm looking at this at advantage of I think he's going to run for 100 yards on this Jags defense. I don't see anyone on this team's linebacking anything like i don't know who they have to stop him like you can be like well they drafted a bunch of young dns i don't think they can keep up with them i don't know if they have the guys really to slow down the shags i mean this uh colts offense so you know a lot of turnover obviously for this colts team five and a half five four and a half way too much respect for a jaguars team way too much yes. so as a no-brainer and I, I see our guy evan just put in the chat yeah. colts have the lowest percentage of bets right now of any home team this week 
we have to take the Colts. Yeah. No, it's like, a no brainer. Every season in the in the opposite direction, we have said when the Jaguars are visiting the Colts, we're taking the Jaguars. We know it's terrible. But look, yeah, we were getting three and a half usually. And now we're getting five. Yeah. Right? For a Colts team that has a decent defense, a lot of questions, obviously. But the Jags offensive line, and I am very high on the Jags. And remember, I got Trevor Lawrence 30 to 1, lead the league in touchdown passes. Their offensive line is terrible. Yeah. Their, their offensive line was terrible with Cam Robinson. And now he's out for the first four games. This is inflated because of everything that's been going on with the Colts. We got to take the Colts. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping our contest is five and a half, but I don't. Our our contest seems pretty tough, so I'm assuming it's going to be four and a half, just because it's it's usually a tough number. So, um, if you can still get the five and a half out there, it's it's a no brainer. It's just such an inflated number. We talk about time though; five is a pretty dead number. So, as long as you're getting the four and a half, um, you sh- you should be happy with this number in this game. Yeah, I'm waiting to bet this until I want to see how close we can get because the five is a dead number. So if I get the four and a half, it's fine. Yeah. Um, if we, if you're lucky, we'll get the six. And if we're lucky, it'll go up on Sunday. Like all the trends are this, this number should go higher. Also, you can just set a line alert in the action network app. So you don't have to keep checking and updating and refreshing. Well, let's talk about B E T I N G the J E T S jets, jets, jets. This number is a two and a half on Tuesday's episode, your comments. This is too easy, and then you're begging bookmakers to give you the three because you know they're going to go there. Now we're getting people saying, just take the two and a half. How do we feel? Do we want to ask Matt Mitchell right now? For those who don't know, Matt Mitchell eats his uh, buffalo chicken wings wearing latex gloves because he doesn't like to get the sauce on his fingers. Yeah, Uh, give us your read on this, Matt. Come Monday night, I'll have my latex gloves pressed against my face in agony as I get queasy on the last wing and the Bills fail to win this game. Feels like the trappiest thing playing. The NFL's new IT team and Aaron Rodgers in New York on 9-11. I don't feel good about it at all. And I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised. Also from our friend Evan Abrams, Aaron Rodgers has won nine straight Monday night football games straight up with Green Bay. His last loss was in 2013 to Chicago. Let's talk about the Jets. Let's break it down. Why do we love this? Yeah, that's an insane stat, Chad. That's that's crazy. There's a lot of reasons to love the Jets, but the biggest one we talked about on Tuesday is just it's just a total mismatch for this Bills team. They got their biggest Achilles heel is that offensive line and 90% of the time, it doesn't matter because anyone that can catch Josh, no one can really catch Josh Allen, right? That's really his strength. He's so hard to bring down. Usually by the time their pressure is even there, he's already dished it out to Diggs or Gabe Davis. This ain't going to work against this front of this Jets team. They got guys who are going just as fast as Josh Allen. So when you're just looking up the matchup, the teams we're going to want to attack the Jets with are teams that can get after Rodgers. And that's another thing the Bills don't have defensively. They just don't have anyone who can really put the pressure on Rodgers. So what we assume here is this is a nice spot for this Jets team and a bad spot for the Bills team. We talk next week, we will flip it. We'll be going against the Jets. We'll be all over the Bills next week. But this week, the Jets are going to have their week in paradise. So we're like, what better way to start it off? Primetime game. You have the big upset. 
and you can just talk about how amazing you guys are for the whole week. So, yeah, if you hate New York media and you hate the Jets, whew, it is going to be a long week if they win this game. If they blow them out, oh, my God. I, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like on talk radio. But um, to me, this this is going to be a close, tight, tight game. If this was plus three, the Bills, I'd be trying to convince you to come on the other side and take the Bills. But the fact that we're, we're catching points in a game that should really be a pick em. like the bookmakers – they're giving us a lot of free points here and the public is taking it. It's the same thing as it feels like with Burrow where it's like, we have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. We have him under a field goal. We're going to take him here on the road in week one, in a divisional game. And it's just, that's just not smart betting where in week 10 and 11, it'd be a totally different scenario. But in week one, this is the bet you make. You take the jets here. You take the points. Um, this, this is one of these, I, I really can't pass on this number. I will look Simon. Like the big challenge here is that we've got to narrow this down a little bit um, because right now we're talking Browns, we're talking Steelers, we're talking Colts, we're talking Texans, we're talking Patriots, we're talking Jets. That's six. We don't have the Falcons in there as a favorite. We're committing to the Colts as our foxhole. We're committing to the Texans as our big bet. Um, Like... (laughs) We're going to have to make a call on Sunday. We don't have to do it yet because we got a lot more stuff to get to. Um, but- yeah, like I love the Jets, but I, I'm telling people that it's like a 99% chance me and Chad drop it because I just I can't imagine being 4-0 and having to wait a whole other day. Or we're 0-4 and, and now I have to wait 24 hours for our lives to stay 1-4. Uh, and Because, again, me and Chad, we've never gone 0-5. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I can wait that whole time for that the, the next day for that game, Chad, but – do love the Jets, but that they they simply might get cut just because we both can't stand waiting 24 hours until that game. Like I said, we've narrowed it down. We love the Browns. We love the Steelers. We love the Texans. Love the Patriots. The Jets are going to be a question mark. They really, really are. It's going to be exciting. I can't wait. We got some more stuff to get to. But first, Simon, the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States is Game Time. I love Game Time for two reasons. One, they sponsor this show. Two, I actually use Game Time to buy tickets. They've got amazing last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games. I'm opening the Game Time app right now from my house here in Connecticut. I could go to the US Open. I could go to the Jets Monday night football game. I can still get into the Yankees games for six bucks, New York Liberty for under 30. No matter where you live, download the Game Time app, get out and have some fun this week. Go sweat your bets live and in person, and you can redeem code FAVORITES for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the app and enter code FAVORITES for $20 off. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Sign in. Should we talk about our survivor? Yes. Let's do it. The survivor pool pick of the week. There's only one play. Tell me what you think it is. It's as easy as you can get. When, when else would we take the commanders? When else are we able to bet against a team without their starting quarterback and All Kyler right. Murray? So this is one of these where I'll, I'm happy to attack Arizona early here um, until Kyler's back. And, you know, we you, you go through and try to make a list of the worst teams in football. You know, it could be this Cardinals team. You could throw Tampa in there. You could throw Carolina in there. You could throw the Rams in there. Like there's a couple of teams that 
you know, you put them on your list and you look up where there's different matchups. Washington doesn't really have that many easy games. And, and this to me is one of these where we take them. If we get knocked out week one on Washington, great. It's over. We don't have to worry about it the rest of the year. If we win, even better. We've used Washington now. We don't have to use Washington the rest of the season. So I think last year, yeah, it was the Colts. I, I, I literally, I, I want to say like 80% of my league got knocked out last year on the Colts in week one because a tie counts as a loss. Yeah. Um, again, check the rules of your book or wherever you're doing it through. But h- how do we not? Like Washington's one of those teams where it's like, I've, I'm taking their money line. I'm throwing it with the Chiefs money line. Like it's just one of those teams where the Arizona could come back and cover that number at the end. But if Sam's on a total bus at quarterback for them, they should be able to win this game pretty handily. So um, just based on talent on the field, like the Washington has a ton of talent offensively and defensively. They should be able to handle this Arizona team. So could look like a total idiot with my foot in my mouth come Monday when they, when they somehow lose to a backup quarterback who just got picked up by the team not even a week ago. But how do we not take this? And just based on the commander schedule, we'd never be able to take them again. So it feels like survivor pick. We, we just have to go with the public. Got to ride with the commanders. I mean, we could take the Ravens at a different point this year. I know a lot of people are taking them just because, again, they're playing a rookie on the road in his first start. But, um, yeah, put, putting a lot of faith here into the Washington football team. Yeah, so uh, I'm cutting to Tuesday when I'm saying to everybody, boy, that was a fun season of Survivor, wasn't it? <laughs> That's why you got to tune in Sunday night. People getting to live in our misery. Listen, uh, the other company that we're lucky enough to have sponsoring us right now, this is one. This one is right up my alley because everybody at Action knows how I treat my body like a temple. That's why I've been so excited about our new sponsor, Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Factor hooks you up with delicious chef-prepared, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your house. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with a healthy lifestyle. Our producer, Matt Mitchell, also has been a Factor guy for a year now. Three main things we love about Factor. No chopping, prepping, or cleaning up. You get great flavor and the nutritional quality you need to tackle polarizing topics like the Atlanta Falcons or the Washington Commanders as your survivor pick. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So this fall, run your own two-minute drill with Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Select your meals and enjoy fresh meals delivered to your door. Just head to factormeals.com slash favorites50. That's favorites50 and use code favorites50 to get 50% off. That's code favorites50 at factormeals.com slash favorites50 to get 50% off. One more thing to do, Simon. Money lying around Robin. My dog likes your dog. Your dog likes my dog. Let me start layering in the teams. So this is when uh, we pick the underdogs on the money line who we think would make a, have good chances to win and would make a great round robin uh, basically what you do is you pair each of these teams for a small amount of money and you make a money line round robin parlay out of it. So here we go. So I like the Lions at plus 190. I'm so convinced. I'm just throwing some things out there. I'm just, I'm making some ideas right now. Browns plus 120. Yeah. Definitely. Steelers plus 115. Yeah. I'm tempted by Titans at plus 147. I don't hate it. I had us, but we were going to take Cleveland. Yep. I had us taking Pittsburgh. 
we can't not do it just because so many pros love it and we need a big dog here so for us for the big dog i thought we'd throw the bucks in like okay just a completely outside shot that they they can come back and win that game um because we could do the colts i just i think the colts will cover that number i just can't see a scenario with them win like it's just so much would have to go wrong for the jaguars for them to win so um yeah for my for my big dog i feel better going the bucks i don't hate your if you want to go tennessee i'll put that one in and then we'll finish it off uh would you rather do giants or the jets i feel better about the jets Okay, I w- I was gonna say Jets or Patriots, so let's go with the Jets. Yeah, let's do the Jets. Okay, so our money line round robin parlay will be uh, the New York Jets, the Cleveland Browns, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Tampa Bay Bucks, and um, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, so basically, what you'll do is you'll match Jets, Browns, Jets, Steelers, Jets, Bucks, Jets, Titans again and again and again with each team, so you get a pair for your money line, round robin, parlay. Brother, we will be back with Convince Me, you, me, Chris Raybon, Sean Kerner, plus Evan Abrams and Darren Ravel on the Action Network News Desk. 11 a.m., we'll, we will be followed by the Touchdown Show, um, headed by Jill Gallant. It will be part of the Action Network Power Hour. You will be able to watch that in the Action Network app on Action Network YouTube. As a reminder, the Favorites podcast is proudly presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer. Bet $1 on any game and get $200 in bonus bets. Must be 21 or older. Offer is available in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, and Iowa. Uh, Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Reminder, the favorites podcast, $100,000 pro football pick'em contest with our partner, Bet365. We're giving away $120,000 in prizes for season long and weekly pick'em contests. Compete against me and Simon all season. Go to favorites.actionnetwork.com, favorites.actionnetwork.com. Sign up for free. Download us from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. For Simon Hunter, I am Chad Millman. We'll see you Sunday night to recap all the misery from Sunday and preview what's happening for the rest of the week. 7.30 Eastern, live on YouTube, in the app. Download us. Until next time, love you. Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.